welcome along to another edition of Championship Drill. Joined as always by Phil and Jerry. You guys good? Good weekend? Enjoy the football? Excellent yeah. weekend. Yeah. Good stuff. I suppose we get right down to it. Start Friday night's game. It was a first win for Swansea's new manager, 1 0 yeah. over Bristol City. Um, how did you feel about this game? Yeah, it was a great game. Um, obviously, you know, we, we were on Bristol the last, last, uh, Last podcast, there. Um, person, person could be getting the sack early on in the season, but like, um, yeah, look, great win for Swansea. Um, Joel, Joel Price, um, well, Joel Pre, I should say, he was a good player. You know, he's a uh, very lively in the game. Um, you know, Mac Rhymes was brilliant for Swansea. Jake Bidwell, he, he was good as well. But yeah, I think Swansea will be there. I both think they're going to kick on. Um, like we're expecting Swansea to kind of go through the season now. You know, winning. Winning more games than they lose, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what about Bristol City, Phil? How do you think they did? Wyman missed a few chances for them. Yeah. Um, After last week, I thought they'd kick on. Yeah. Especially because Swansea are not in great form either. But, yeah, I just... Again, I say every week about Nigel Pearson tearing his hair out. Every single time. I, I just... I mean, his record since he joined them hasn't been great. Well, it's like one in three, is it? Yeah. Something like that. It's an interesting one that they're sticking with him. I, uh, it was interesting when they gave him the, the deal in the first place. But I don't afraid know. to sack him. He's got a, he's got a fair temper back, backstage, I heard. Yeah. So maybe the others are afraid to deal with him in, in the conference room, like, you know? You never know. Maybe. Could be it. Be glad, you know? Yeah. Um, we might as well move on Saturday's game, so leave that there, Swans in Bristol City. A great game, early doors with uh, QPR and Barnsley. Barnsley going 2-0 up. Frazier and Woodrow, uh, chair with a really nice goal, make it 2-1, and in stoppage time then, Austin with the, uh, the equaliser. So again, QPR, not a win at home, only got the draw, but uh, coming back from 2-0 down, especially in stoppage time, they'll be delighted with that. Plus, they were missing, I think, four players with Wallace and Dykes was out injured and Udebeo was obviously suspended as well. I think they were missing someone else as well. That's an early sign to me, Steve, that they're going to be in the, the playoffs. I, I think the way they came back in that game, I know we're only three, four games in, but like I, I generally believe that Queen's Park Rangers are, are near enough to that perfect balance. Uh, Charlie Austin got a great goal um, you know, to, to salvage the point from, but yeah, Will, Will, yeah, Willock was brilliant again, like, you know. Um, like he really does seem like he's he's you know he's kind of getting back to his best since he's um you know bad move to Benfica and stuff. But like, yeah. QPR look really good. Um, and they could be a team that we'll end up going seeing. I know we're on about going to a couple of games um this season. So I pick I put Queen Park Rangers into that hat definitely. Yeah, it's all about keeping the momentum going, even if it is mm-hmm. all here and there. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, you know, only four games like because Charlie Austin missed a fair chance. He did. He did. He did. He's um, he scored more goals against Barnsley than any other club. Yeah, he's loved. Uh, it. So wasn't a surprise, I suppose, that he got the equaliser. But like you said, he missed. He missed a great chance. Yeah, nine out of ten times he's scoring that. Yeah, and this was a game really where Barnsley were very good for the opening like half an hour or so, and yeah. after that, QPR just pushed them back. The manager changed the tactics because he thought he'd be four down at half time. Yeah, yeah, and it turned the game around. 
Uh, for Burnsley, though, I mean, we weren't sure how they would do this season. Yeah. Not too they, bad to start. Yeah. Win still, two draws in the feet. Yeah. Yeah, they're still good. They're still good. They're still going to be there about, you know. Um, losing the manager is a, is a big thing, you know. Like, we had, they had a manager come in for the year. Obviously, he's gone to West Brom. But, like, um, yeah, they, they'll be there about. They're a dangerous team. Do you know what I mean? They're not buckling, like, just yet, you know. Yeah. And uh, Carly Woodrow. Great player for them as well. He got his 50th goal yeah. in this game for the club. So, yeah, yeah I, I think they should be all right this season. They maybe may, won't push for the playoffs again, but they should be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, where they were at the start of last season, I, they'd probably take in some ways. Uh, move along to uh, Blackburn and West Brom here. Uh, West Brom stay unbeaten this season. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's going down to goal difference at the minute between three teams. Blackburn's goal in this one, they made it 2-1, made sure that West Brom weren't top of the table. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. What did you make of this one? I mean, West Brom looked really, really good for a while. Yeah. They kind of just kind of struggled to kind of... Once they went 2-0, two two they always posted it. Black, yeah. Blackburn had a few chances, but not major. Yeah. But what about um, Kaminsky in goal for Blackburn? Uh, West Brom had 11 shots on target in this game. He made some outstanding saves yeah. to keep them in it when it could have been 5 or 6 nil. Yeah. Good old Thomas. He's a good goalkeeper, to be fair to him. Like, you know, it just goes to show that he might be there. He might be the man that would get him, you know, halfway up the table with the saves and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think I think Blackburn were actually unlucky. Like, you know, I was keeping an eye on that lad, uh, Leighton Clarkson. Um, he's on loan from Liverpool. Like he's similar to Harvey Elliott, like there's big things to come out of him. So yeah, he, he looked bright, but um yeah, I just think you know what I mean. Um this West Brom team are a different gravy, like you know, like Matthew Phillips, Callum Robinson, you know, Alex Morris. Um they're a team that are destined to go back up, and I think they will. Dara O'Shea is brilliant, lads. I think he's got a big future for Ireland too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And a great strike for Moore, wasn't it? About 30 seconds in. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It's probably one of my favourites of the weekend. Yeah. It was it was a great strike, a left-footed volley. His second goal in two games. Uh, Phillips, obviously, in stoppage time, gave them their second. Stoppage time in the first half, rather. And uh, Bretterton Diaz, again, continues his fine start for Blackburn, for Blackburn this season. He's uh, chipped him with now three three goals anyway, I think, this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's a read. And like, to get a goal past Sam Johnston, it's very good, lads. Like, I know like West Brom were relegated last season, but... Like the goalie Sam Johnston was the stand-up goalkeeper in the Premier League last year. When you look at all the saves, I know they conceded so many goals, but like his statistics were very high. So I'm surprised he's not back in the Premier League. Like if West Brom don't go up, then Sam Johnston will definitely go to a good club like within the Premier League. He's yeah. a really good goalkeeper. Like, you think West Brom, the manager, that um, that he'll be worried, um, Ishmael, that um, they couldn't get the third goal despite all the chances. I know. Robinson had a shot that was tipped onto the post, and there was a—I think they hit the post as well. Furlong, I think, hit the post as well. But will he be slightly concerned that they couldn't build on the lead when they were completely on top? I just think it was the goalie. It's one of the days where the goalie plays America, like you know what I mean? It's—it's it's, um, yeah. I think if they don't do it next week, then he will be worried, you know. But they have firepower up front, like you know what I mean? They're they're yeah. similar to um, they're similar to anyone big in the Premier League. They they have a really good front three, like you know. Yeah, and they have Demore then who can chip in as well. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be worried if if they drew the game. But like the fact that they scored two goals, I don't think he's as worried. 
You won't be worried too much, yeah. It's it's one of those, It's a, like we said, it's their season. It's them and Fulham are probably the two favourites to go back up straight away. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's kind of the way that way is at the moment. Bournemouth against Blackpool. Uh, two goals for Solanke. Had them tune it up. And Blackpool again coming from behind to get a point. Yeah. Result for Blackpool. That's what Parker was raging at. This he said they, sh- they should have had this game out of sight. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they should have. But I would I would go on the other side that like an entertaining game, and that Blackpool deserved it. I mean they they went for it. Yeah, yeah. Good old Jerry uh, Yates. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Solanke got two goals was very very good. Almost made it three 0 but it was a turning point in the game really. Um, I think it was husband who got back for Blackpool when he was clean through, and made the last ditch tackle before he made it three 0 and from there on Blackpool just. They just went for it, really. They were always going to get caught on the break here and there, but they managed to not concede again, and they managed to get their two goals. Uh, husband himself, after that title, got it, and then a penalty from Yates. Uh, definitely penalty for you? Yeah, definitely penalty. It was clumsy. It was, yeah, definitely penalty, 100%. So, uh, like I said, Parker will be very disappointed at home. 2-0 up. Well, this really, one, really looking good. What's the goals in three minutes as well? Yeah, and they were looking good. And like I said, Solanke clean through, should have scored, made it 3-0. And great challenge. But like, yeah, when you're 2-0 down, like if you're Blackpool, you're just promoted. You've got one draw and two defeats to start the season. You're 2-0 down to Bournemouth away from home. Yeah. You're probably thinking this could be 10. Yeah, yeah. When you're 2-0 down that early. But credit to them, they fought back. I know they still are yet to win this season. Yeah. Um, two draws for them out their first four games, but they're settling into the championship anyway. Yeah, yeah they'll be buzzing after that. They it very hard. It's going to be a long season for them. We know that. But yeah, it is indeed. Um, a team that are doing well, as we thought they would under Mick McCarthy, is uh, Cardiff. Yeah, unbeaten this season. Two wins, two draws. Good win. Home to Millwall, three yeah, one. Yeah. Two goals from Flint, one from Morrison. A Foley scoring again for Millwall, though. Um, you know, good yeah. win for Cardiff. Flint was outstanding. Um, yeah, he was very, very good. He's actually scored four goals in two games. Yeah. Cardiff looked yeah, a real yeah. league, to be honest. They'd be very hard to beat. Um, you could definitely put money on Cardiff to get into a playoff as well, to be fair. Like, Big Mick did well last season when he came in. Obviously, this season, now it's his... It's his it's his season to shine, you know. Um, but yeah, Cardiff were brilliant. I think Maryland Pack is brilliant. Uh, Key for more, as deadly as always. You know, I had a quiet game on that game, to be fair. Like, but uh, like Joe Rattles and then Curtis Nelson, all the boys, they're, they're brilliant. I like their goalkeeper, Dylan Phillips, as well. Good goalkeeper. Sean Morrison's obviously uh, a good player as well. I think Sean's actually a, for, a former Millwall player, isn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, strange one for him. But if you're... Um... Like, if you're Millwall, and I, I know, like, Cardiff score a lot of goals from crosses and from set pieces. So they will have worked on that all week in training Millwall, and they'll have talked about it all week. And then they concede from three crosses. Yeah. They'll be really disappointed. Yeah, the last goal especially, like, that. So that's, like, Sunday league, just... Yeah. Defending. Yeah, I mean, they'll be disappointed. Just scored three goals against Millwall is... Uh, you should get a trophy for that. Do you know, they're... Um, yeah. they're Defensively, they're brilliantly. Murray Wallace there, uh, Danny Ballard, 
Jay Cooper, like they're very strong. Like even George Evans tracks back there from Millwall. Like it's that's a great result for Cardiff. Like people think, you know, they look at the scoring and say, Oh yeah, three one. But three one against Millwall is a great result. Like you'll never ever see a team really top Millwall three four nil, like you know what I mean? Or very when it was two one, they almost equalized. Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah. And um Kobe, like you said, if they can get him scoring goals, he's always had talent, he's always been kind of stopped by injuries. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how he does the season for Millwall. But you got to credit Mick McCarthy. Uh, Millwall, or Cardiff rather, did not look good in the first half. They looked tired or something. Yeah. Um, Millwall definitely had the better of the first half, even though there wasn't a lot happened in the first half. Yeah. He he didn't waste time. Like, he made the changes. Yeah. And it just yeah. turned the game. The subs turned the game around for him. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you say, look, still early days, a lot of players are tired and stuff, a lot of sourcing out, a lot of seeing who's fit and who's hungry. And yeah, I, I think Cardiff, they'll take a lot to stop Cardiff. Now, don't get me wrong, you know what I mean? They're not going to go the whole season um, unbeaten, you know. I think every team will probably lose at some stage. But yeah, I, I fancy a big mixed chances to get them into the playoffs this season, definitely, without dropping out. Yeah, unbeaten, like we said, two wins, two draws to start the season. Yeah. Um, Move on so to a team that, that we that we loved last season. And again, this season, they're playing really good football. It's Coventry, 2-1 win over Reading. Obviously, eight minutes into stoppage time, the winner here, Maddie Gooden, the substitute with it. Um, heartbreak. You know, it's, it's heartbreak for, for Reading, who were, like we said, having a bit of an indifferent start to the season. Um, I think they've won one, three defeats or something like that to start season, whereas Coventry have won three of their opening four games for the first time in 14 years. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Um, uh, Paul yeah. Raff, was on the, he was on the whiskey last night, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allen with the first garden, like said, and Swift with a penalty for Reading. Again, it probably was a penalty, you know, one of those ones. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm actually delighted for Coventry because last season, really well. very close yeah. to the bottom, but I reckon the way they're going, they could finish 10th easily. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not winning by much, but they're not losing by much. They're kind of having that kind of a looting season. Yeah. Um, you know, O'Hare again was brilliant, and like Ireland should be calling him up every 20 minutes. Yeah. They should be like annoying telemarketers on his phone every day asking him to come play for Ireland because he's not going to get into that England team. No. He's quite young still, like, and I think he's only yeah. uh, 23, like, you know what I mean? He's obviously been yeah. at Coventry for a while. I think he started at the Crown Villa. But, yeah, they have to come in for him. I think now is the time, like, you have Colm O'Hare and, and O'Dowda. Do you know what I mean? Two two players that can really shine if they stay fit. But yeah. I agree. I think Ireland need to go. I think yeah. Stephen Kenny, we should ring Stephen Kenny later on and say, look, Stephen, get on it straight away, my man. Yeah. But um, Coventry deserved to win. I mean... Reading really would have escaped with a point had it stayed one all, because yeah. Coventry, when it was one one, were the team that went for it. Yeah. To try and get that winner. Yeah. And you like to see that three wins in four games, like you said, for the first time fourteen years. Good start for Coventry. Very good start, and you know they're a club that we love, as you say, um, passionate kind of city and stuff in England. Um, they're back where they belong in the Championship. Well, they don't belong in the Championship. Look, they belong in the Premier League, but. Let's be honest, it's great to have them back in the championship and hopefully they can build on a top 10 finish and then, you know, who knows, in another two, yeah. three years, go, go up yeah, Red, That's it. Reading, like we said, though, they've had a tough start to the season. One win, three defeats. 
Um, they've not won now in eight away matches. And we know they went on that terrible run at the end of last season to drop out the playoffs. Are you worried at all for Reading that they could have a season-fighting relegation? Maybe. Think, yeah. yeah, maybe, but I think the international breaks coming up will help them this time. Maybe. It, it kind of didn't the last time, but yeah. Yeah, we, we've often uh, seen teams miss out the playoff or, or get into the playoff and, and get beat in the championship final and in the following season get relegated. Like, it's anything can happen in the championship, but... I think Reading are strong. Like they've lost a couple of lads all week. You know what I mean? They had some great players on loan last season. You know from the Premier League. Um, I think you know what I mean. They 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 are in a bit of trouble, but I don't think it's going to be severe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, we yeah exactly. We'll move on to um, Derby Middlesbrough. One the nil alls. You usually get one. Um, what a defensive partnership at the back for Derby here. <laughs> a combined yeah, age of Curtis Davis. Combined age of 75, yeah. Yeah. Madness. Um, think about this game as well, Jack. Yes, I got some elbow to his face. <laughs> you did. It was there was a bit of nastiness to this. Yeah. Um, um was, like, was it malicious? Yeah, maybe. And Jackie Elka then got a yellow card when he possibly should have got a red for yeah. Kathleen Housen. One hundred percent. It was a nasty tackle. Yeah, in the Premier League, it probably would have been right, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's a leg breaker. Like it could have broken his leg. Yeah, but what so we'll what should he get his uh, elbow to the face because it almost looked like he was trying to push him out of the way. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I don't think he goes to hit him that hard, but in the moment he just did something again. It's one then in the Premier League. They might look at it again and it could be a red card. Yeah. I because there was definite force to the face, which is dangerous play. Whether you intend to do it or not, you can't do that. You have to get stitches in the end, like. Exactly. So, you know, if you're going up and you know you've the intention, it's only the intent or that you can cause harm to someone, then that's a red card by the, the rules. So maybe Borough were a little lucky to not be down to 10, and Derby definitely were lucky not to be down to 10. Yeah, exactly. But I know it was a tough one. I mean, both teams had chances. Yeah, um, Derby could have snaked it, but it didn't. But the thing yeah, is, they on, they had a couple of chances, didn't they? they did. Watson had a good chance. Once they didn't lose, was the main thing. And it, That's it. it. I mean, he'll, like, Rooney's going to be happy enough, isn't he, at the start of the season? Five, Five points from the opening four games. Yeah, yeah. Like a draw, two draws rather than a win. Only the one defeat, given what's going on at the club. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, like, there's impounding minus, minus 12 points from coming, I'd say. It could be. It could be. Uh, two clean sheets in a row for them, though. Yeah. Which is happy, which is good enough. And, uh, yeah, Middlesbrough as well, kind of in the same boat there. They, they should be all right. It plays has got off to a good start from here, the chance in this one that he possibly should have taken. But yeah. a good save by the keeper. The was odd about um, he can't force his players to be vaccinated. Yeah, and it's a yeah, it's a it's a tricky one, tricky one. Yeah. We move on to uh, the team that are now top of the table on goal difference. Fulham two 0 win over Hull. Yeah. Um. Again, it was similar. You know, Bournemouth though, just Hull didn't have the firepower. That was uh, the problem. Mitrovic and Carvalho uh, both off to good starts this season. Yeah. Carvalho looked really good last week and good again here. 
I wonder what the record is in the championship for two players scoring for the same team in consecutive games. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is, but that's the third game in a row that both Mitrovic and Carvalho have scored for Fulham. Yeah. So, that's mad. Carvalho is young as well, isn't he? Only 18 or something. He is. He is. Yeah. Carvalho is, uh, yeah, he's very young. And they just look good all season. Fulham, three wins, their four games and a draw. Uh, same as West Brom, uh, just ahead on goal difference. I think they're plus seven, West Brom plus six. Um, yeah, Hull had chances. I mean, like you said, they just didn't take them. Yeah, yeah, they've been caught cold since they came into the championship. I think you know. Uh, yeah, the one game impressed at the start, and after that, it was just. Yeah, they have a decent squad. Like you know what I mean. You you can't say they don't. I think they will have a fight in their hands staying up though, and it's 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 weird because Hull City are such a big club um, that they they struggle to stay in the championship. It, it's bizarre, but that Fulham team are they're um, they're unbelievable. Like you know what I mean. And they have a great manager. Like you know, Marco Silva's been there a long time in the championship yeah. in the Premier League. I think he's a former Hull City manager as well. Like so, like Grant McKenna has his hands full. Like you know what I mean. But it was great to see Sean Malachan on the bench for uh, Hull. Sean's yeah. been in that Hull City team for a while. Um, he's a player that we all know well from Cork City. So hopefully Sean can make a difference. He's a great centre-back, so hopefully he can break into the whole team and keep him up. Yeah. But um, yeah, Fulham are going to be hard to stop, lads. Very hard to stop. They will. They will, absolutely. And this, they probably weren't at their best yesterday, but they no. never looked like losing it. No, they're savage. They're well set up. Like You look at their team, like they're, yeah. they're like... Um, do you know what I mean? They're, they're probably like uh, one of the greatest... If not, like if you look at all the Fulham teams over the years, you know what I mean. Like obviously, you know what I mean. There's been some great Fulham teams, but this team could be unbelievable. Like you know what I mean. The fact they came down, they've kept the majority of the players. They really have a good squad. That's it. That's it. And I think for some of the Championship teams that have been relegated both last season and uh, like the season before, so like you know, you look at the teams that went back up in 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 like Watford and that they were teams that were able to hang on to their players when they came down. And part of that, I think, is down to COVID and clubs just not having the money to spend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they've done well. Like, I'm telling you, this Fulham team. And we have to remember, Harry Wilson is still suspended. Yeah. So, exactly. Um, we move on then to what, for me, was the biggest shock of the weekend, was Luton nil Birmingham 5. <laughs> uh, not so much that Birmingham were able to win, but Luton don't have five goals at home ever. Yeah. Chang um, looked absolutely. Yeah, it's just one of those. Chang, yeah. Chang, very, yeah. very good. Very, very good. Um, two goals as well for Hogan in this one. Eniki, Gardner, and Roberts with the other one. Um, yeah, uh, good to get Hogan up and running. We were saying it's going to be important for them that he's tipping in with goals this season. So it was nice for him to get two here as well. Like, so he's, you know, he's doing well. Yeah, it's um that, that result performing him was an absolute shock. Look, we expected him to maybe win the game, like, but to win five 0 is incredible. Um, like Boyer, Boyer has really got him playing out of their skin at the moment. Um, they haven't had a bad start to the season, but you could be sure they have Jones belted the players around the change room after that game. Um, I'd say a lot of them yeah. left and didn't even have a shower. They they went straight out the back door. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. Shock result, 5 nil, like 1 nil, 2 nil, no yeah. problem, yeah. But like 5 nil against Luton, yeah, yeah, shock. 
But yeah. it's uh, it's it's after the game. I think the the loot manager said, "Look, it's not often they have days like that at home." And uh, Lee Bowyer, a strong statement for him, where he called it the best performance of any of the teams he's been involved in since he's yeah. been the manager. It was the best performance he's ever seen. Interesting, yeah. I agree. I agree. Surely, you know, as a manager, he's been with Charlton, um, obviously Birmingham. Yeah, outstanding. It could be a really uh, early sign to see, you know, what's ahead yeah. for Birmingham. You know, they might, they might, like we said, top eight, top ten. You never know. They might just yeah. miss that playoff. Might get into it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and like we said at the start of the season, like you, you'd know Chang from his, you know, being in and around United, but to get him on loan, and he was just amazing yesterday. Some of the runs into the box with the ball, I think there was one where the ball then fell to Hogan for one of his goals, but he just drove them forward yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he was on right. He's still quite young, but is he Chang? Yeah, he's 20, 21. Yeah, so like yeah. he's a good club, you know what I mean? A good championship club, yes. you know, not English way. Yeah. And, uh, he's already played for That's under 21s, I think. So he needs, yeah. you know, he's doing well. He yeah, like I said, look, you're not going to get more physical in the championship. I think the championship can be more physical than the Premier League, to be honest. Like he yeah. went he went abroad and it just didn't work out for him and he was going. Yeah. yeah. Home, so. It's one of those, it's a big, big season for his career because he does well this season. He could end up, you know, at Birmingham or maybe another Premier League team will take a chance on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, or if he does very well, who knows? He could do a Harvey Elliott and he could be playing for United next season. Yeah, I don't see why not. You know, Oli, Oli, yeah, Oli seems like a fair manager, like you know. So if he can, if he can bang in, you know, 10, 11 goals in the championship, and and perform every game, I don't see why not. There's definitely room there for him in the United team, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we move on then to Peterborough Preston, or Pre- Preston rather at home in this one. Uh, probably deserved the win. I mean, they were the better team in terms of going forward and that. But it's an interesting one. Like I think we talked about this, um, Phil, didn't we yesterday, that they're missing. Barkhausen is still missing with COVID. Alan, uh, Alan Brown was missing. Lindsay was missing. Chad Evans were all missing. But they were all forced to isolate. So suddenly, Preston are off to a bad start. They're forced to take like four of their starters out of the team. And they get their first win this season. Yeah. Start Sean and McGuire who yeah. win games. Simple as. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I suppose they'll be delighted with the win. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's like they're just not taking chances. Yeah. Just you know. They're frustrated. They're really frustrated. Yeah, like Sinclair had a great chance when he's one on one with the keeper and he kind of hit it at the keeper. Uh, a good save, like uh, Whiteman hit the underside of the bar. I mean, they had chances, but they're just not taking them. And um, as for Peterborough, though, their manager is going to be fuming at them, like, oh, yeah, they were terrible in the first half, yeah. much better in the second half. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I mean. They were absolutely shocking. And Preston couldn't get the second goal and so it was a chance they could be caught. I mean, they'll be happy with the win. Yeah. But again, uh, we're seeing the effects of COVID already across a lot of teams in the championship and Preston, another one of them, four of their players out with it. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. the game wasn't pulled. You know, when you have four players, normally they pull the squad, you know, because they're all close contacts. But yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's as you say, look, there's Johnny McGuire, they'll win. I can't remember the last time Shirley Maguire scored a goal, lads, which is absolutely frightening. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, looks Sinclair should be doing a lot better. 
we're talking about a lad that was a big transfer to Man City, yeah. a lad that yeah, went yeah. To and dominated the Scottish League, a lad that came to yeah. Preston. And he's not that old either. He's only a 30. Yeah, yeah. 30, yeah. yeah, yeah. How he's not banging in 12, 14 goals a season is beyond me. Yeah. Yeah, and then Seth Vandenberg, who's gone back on loan, obviously, to Preston. He made a goal line clearance in this one as well. Otherwise, it could have been 1-1 in this game. He'd be like a lone man yeah. when he leaves the club. Imagine, he's, he's probably stressed off his trolley. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. We'll wait and see what happens with Preston this season. We know they're a team that can go now on a run of five wins on the bounce. Yeah. Or they could equally lose their next three. They're, they're just so frustrating for their fans, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Because, because they know they're good. They're very good. And uh, move along then to a team that are really in trouble. I think we called it before the season started. But uh, Sheffield United, I don't know what they're going to do. One point from their opening four games after coming down. Um, unlucky in some ways in that they'd equalised in stoppage time, thought that they'd got the point, salvage the point, but um, only for Caldwell a couple of minutes later, also in stoppage time, to give them the win for Huddersfield. Um, Huddersfield have kind of been surprising yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it'd be the other way around. Sheffield United would be up the top yeah. if you don't. But there was a thing yeah. that heard yesterday that Sheffield United want to sell Brewster and um, Ollie Burke. I've seen that, yeah. 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 I, I, I think uh, United are in big trouble, but I think they're going to click soon. Um, and I, I normally never say that. I think, obviously, Ben Davis came in alone. Like, we don't really know how good Ben Davis is. Look, I know he was at Liverpool and people say he should have got a game, but like, he was at Preston. Ben Davis was pretty impressive at Preston, but at the same time, Preston kept losing as well. But yeah, I, I think Sheffield United looked they, they will turn the corner. Brewster, Brewster is not playing well. Billy Sharp, come on, guys, and I'm telling you, Billy Sharp is their, is he's their main guy. Um, so yeah. obviously he's gonna get back to full fitness. I think Billy Sharp can get a couple of goals from you know in the next couple of games. I feel bad for John Egan at the back because he's missing Ender Stevens. Um, he's got a lot of pressure on his shoulder, John Egan. Um, you know he's he's the core of that back line. But yeah, I, I'm I'm not shocked Sheffield United are struggling. There's always one team that get relegated from the Premier League and always pointed hard. Sheffield United are that team. Um, but Huddersfield are absolutely, you know, they're playing out of their skin at the moment. Like we talked about this, Steve, about um, how long does it go on for? That's it. I mean, they've come down. There's expectations when you come down that you're going to be okay, which doesn't always happen. Especially Sheffield United had one of the worst seasons ever in the Premier League last year. Yeah. yeah. They weren't a good team last year. It's not like they barely got relegated and they're like Fulham or West Brom where they have a decent squad. Yeah. They were awful last season and it looks like they're going. And like you said, how long do they keep it going with the manager? Exactly. They have, floor, they have money. I mean, they've just sold Ramsdale to Arsenal for, I think, 24 million up front to start with. Yeah. So they have a bit of money. Yeah. They have their parachute payments and all that. Yeah, it just looked, it looked to me, Steve, that they had them um, like when it came to the pandemic last season. It looked to me as Huddersfield were the ones that were struggling most. Yeah, so their squad, the squad were fragile. Um, and it yeah. looked like we, not that they were afraid, but like Huddersfield would definitely hit the hardest last season because we've seen the potential they had and they couldn't get to that yeah. potential. So, are they, are, they, are they getting used to the surroundings and you know the actual global pandemic and, and the way it is in the UK? And they're saying, mm-hmm. right. Fans are back. We we can play a bit better now and maybe take the monkey off the back of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Corbran had him set up yesterday to hit them on the counter attack, and it worked really, really well. 
yeah. good manager. But if you're Sheffield United, like we said, this is a Huddersfield side who, okay, they've started the season well. They've seven points now after this win, which isn't bad. Yeah. From uh, from four games, but they were hammered by another relegated team last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. For the fans, it's horrible. Yeah. Look, last season they were in the Premier League. Um, the fans didn't really get a chance to, you know, chair on last season in the Premier League. Now we know Sheffield United were around for a while, but like, it's horrible. And then they go into the season, then you know, and they're getting battered, and and they have Brewster firing blanks, and and yeah, it it, it is horrible. But even if, they, even if they go to sell someone like Brewster, you're surely getting ten million or less. I don't know where he's gonna go, lads, Brewster, because yeah. I, I I don't yeah. think he. Like he was a sensation, and you know, for underage at Liverpool, and then obviously they were saying he's the next big thing. Completely shocked people when he went to Sheffield United, and they're like, "Whoa, we're losing a big star." I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know, you know, who's going to buy him. Do you know what I mean? Who, like, yeah, yeah. going to be a West Brom? Is it going to be a Premier League team? Like, I, I think the lad's confidence is completely. Twenty-five million from they're going to want something back. And that's the problem is when you look at. Their forward line, you have Brewster, like you said, who they spent a lot of money on. And they also then have like Billy Sharp, who scored yesterday. McGoldrick set it up. But McGoldrick and Sharp are two players who are not on the right side of 30. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're players that will score some goals, but they mightn't score loads of goals for you, especially, you know. Um, and that was their problem in the Premier League last season. They didn't score goals. Yeah. But when you spent 25 million on a forward, you can't really go out and spend another twenty million on another forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Last season, I would have said it was a great signing. They get Brewster yeah. at Sheffield United. We all said, right, that's a great move for them. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. But uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. But Huddersfield doing well after the hammering last weekend. Obviously, back-to-back wins. So fair play to them. Uh, we move on then to a team that are really struggling. Finally, Stoke City one Nottingham Forest nil. Forest. In all kinds of trouble. Didn't look good. It looked a business. They looked awful. They had two shots, both of them off target. Stoke dominated. You know, always one of those where if you don't get the second goal, anything could happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Stoke never looked like losing. Stoke so looked very like quickly as we're coming near the end here. Stoke like, looked like Barcelona yeah. that, that goal as well. Really, really good goal. Uh, <laughs> Stoke up to third um, with 10 points only. Stoke was probably Fulham of 10 points. But Forrest, four defeats, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, all by one goal. Yeah. I'd be very worried about Chris. I'd be worried about the performance as much as anything else here. Yeah. So yeah. do we think they're going to be in, in trouble? Yeah. Or will we get them out of it? No. I, I think they'll win the next game. I think Forrest will win, the, regardless of who they're playing, I think they're going to win the next game. Oh, the, the next game we'll come on to there, so we may as well go through the fixtures very quickly before we leave. It's a big one, but uh, we'll, we'll go with the other early kickoff. All the games on Saturday next week, um, which is kind of bizarre, but there you go. Um, Cardiff, Bristol City, very quick prediction. Um, then the big one for Forest, it's a way to Derby, the big Derby matches as such. Derby, Derby. County, Nottingham Forest. Derby. Oh. Yeah, I think this could be the one Forest turning around in, all right. Burnsley, home to Birmingham. Draw. Draw. Yeah. Uh, Fulham Stoke. Train to Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. <clears throat> uh, Huddersfield Reading. Reading. Huddersfield. Ooh, Hull Bournemouth. Hull. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I think Colour are going to make it through. Uh, tough one for Sheffield United away to Luton Town. Sheffield United. Draw. They'll get the win there. Draw. Yeah, I think. Yeah, after Luton getting hammered, they might do something. Middlesbrough against Blackburn. Accumulator special. 2 2. Get your money yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, Millwall Blackpool. Millwall. A draw again. Preston Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. And then what could be a cracker of a game? QPR Coventry. 2 1 to QPR. Yeah, I think so. As well. uh, Peterborough United West Brom then is the evening game. 3 0 to West Brom. 3 0 to West Brom. Excuse me. So there you have it. Um, yeah, interesting weekend. We've got our cup games midweek. It'll be interesting to see how the teams do. And uh, yeah, next weekend's the last one before the international break. We'll be at five games. We always say we give them about 10 games till we see where teams really are. Yeah. But uh, some teams are going to hate the international break as always, aren't they? And others are going to love it. Yeah, exactly. Like Coventry, they're now who are on a bit of a roll. Yeah, yeah. They're going to hate when that comes up. And the likes of Reading, like you said, depending how they do next week, might be like, oh, I don't want this international break or they really want the international break. Reset the players a bit. Exactly. Um, I suppose we're going to leave it there, guys, because we are out of time and we will be back again uh, next Monday because obviously there's no midweek games this week. So thanks, everyone, for listening and uh, we do appreciate it. Yep, cheers. Cheers.